Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and I have a very special guest to help me break down the premiere of Bachelor in Paradise. We have no weeks off, you guys. The show is back. We are saying goodbye to Gabby and Rachel. We're on the beach in Mexico with about a thousand faces I couldn't remember or recall in such a long time. Deandra Kanu is joining me. You might remember her from Peter Weber's season of The Bachelor or last season of VIP. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to talk to you. Were you excited to watch this episode of Bachelor in Paradise? Or were you like, I would have preferred a break in between these seasons? Honestly, I needed a little bit of entertainment because I didn't actually watch Gabby Mm. and Rachel season through. So I'm like, okay, something new, something fresh. But I think not being on the beach this year, it gives me a little anxiety just watching them and knowing that I was there last year. I was going to say is because people often say there's like a version of PTSD of when you watch the bachelor or whatever reality show and then you watch other people do it do you you feel anxious for what maybe they have to are gonna have to watch back for themselves absolutely so it honestly was kind of nice though because last year you're watching and you're not expecting to like you're expecting to see your face at some point so that's the nerves that you have but this year it's nice not knowing i'm not going to see my face i can actually watch as a viewer commentate as a viewer and not get any backlash like you're not on the show you don't have to worry about the stress of the fans or anything was there any part of you that wanted to go back? I don't know if you're single or if that was a conversation or are you like, I'm good? Um, I'm, I'm good. I don't think that I this year would have been the year for me to go, if anything. <laughs> That's fair. I think it's hard to do the back-to-backs. Yeah. I would I, imagine. Absolutely. And honestly, I didn't know a lot of the guys. I was very surprised. Like I didn't know, I didn't know a lot of the girls even. And maybe it's just because my season was so long ago and I just haven't been keeping up. But I was like, who are these people? No, we needed those intro packages and we needed more of them than we got. I mean, we kicked off with Hunter who told us that most people would remember her from having IBS. And I have of course forgotten that girl, don't bring that back up. (laughs) I was wondering about that. I was like, I don't know if that's something that I would have personally brought up again, but Hey, definitely not Marlena. I looked it up. Marlena on Clayton season had joked about it in her like roast or whatever. And I get wanting to like own the thing they make fun of you for or whatever. Like I, I feel like that's the best way to handle like things that become too big in, in the bachelor world. But this was one that I don't know if it, like Shanae and the shrimp maybe make a joke about when you're doing intros like that. I mean, I assume it's like a conversation of how you want to introduce yourself and you don't even know if it's going to air. Right. Cause we don't see that many of them. Right. Um, Johnny sang, which is good for him. Um, and Serene uh, had a quick moment um, just talking about how excited she was to be back. And then she got to be the first one on the beach. So right. she is going to be her and Brandon, I think are going to be the stars so far. 
I loved it. And I loved being the first on the beach is so nerve wracking. And then you're there for the entire day. I don't think people understand how hot it is in Mexico. It's so humid being there number one on the beach. And then until the last person comes out, I'm like, Whoa, honey, the end of the day, your hair's all gone. It's no, the hair, the makeup. I always, I was just talking to Serena Pitt literally a couple hours ago about something. And she was like, there's just no way to make your hair look good on that show. And you just got to give in. No, you do. That's why I went with braids. It was like, yeah. there's no way I'm going to go with a sew-in. It's not happening. It's, it sounds kind of miserable, but also fun. Cause you're all in it together. That's like the good part. Right. And the order of who comes down on the beach and the, the arrivals is a play does play a part. Cause if you were lucky enough to be in that first group, you're setting yourself up for more success on this show. That's just a fact. Absolutely. Day one, people that come down the beach the first day, they are set up for the most success, but also can be the most stressful because then you're forced to like pine something really mm. quick. Like we saw a couple of the people stressing out about making connections day one, but then it's like day two, you're like the fresh meat or like day True. three, you're like the fresh meat. Everyone's kind of like, Ooh, I like that. You know, you've had a day to kind of sift through who you want, who you don't want. When did you come down? I don't remember. I was day one, but towards like the end. Okay. So that's a good spot. Mm-hmm. I was so happy, but <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, happy. I don't want you to keep me long. <laughs> no. And then I mean, just to talk about those two, cause it was so quick. Brandon came down ready to grab her and you respect it. Cause it's like, first of all, he's so cute and just, you know, right. took, took it went for it but it's got to think like there was clearly some I don't know if they just had each other on their lists or whatever or did they talk or something because it was a pretty quick beeline to her it was a very quick beeline to her and I've got to respect it I love a man that knows what he wants I'm like yes like the fact that he was like I'm not wasting any time I'm gonna grab her that is the energy that we need on this beach because I can't remember who was saying it but they were like I feel like all the the men are like not that aggressive they're not being Mm. assertive they're not talking to us and that's how it was on my scene then like the men were not doing too much at all. And I'm like, we really? need to get a pop in. Yeah. And obviously a woman can approach a man. That's not a big deal. But in that situation, I think it makes sense that you would want, like, it's a, it's kind of a stressful, weird environment. Like I would understand why you would want one of the guys to come up to you first and also not to step on anyone's toes. Cause you don't know who has been talking beforehand and who was waiting for right. God knows who to come down the stairs. Like that's where things get very complicated. <laughs> It gets so awkward when someone hasn't come down yet and you already hear someone talking about it. Cause then it's like, Oh, like, what if I like him? You know, like it's yeah. that awkward thing of you want to like respect the girl code, but at the same time, it's paradise. Like everyone's free game. We can't be playing the game of, you know, he's mine, even though we want to naturally, yeah. but yeah, it's just like this weird dance. Are people like quickly, quickly day one, like I'm waiting for X I'm waiting for Y or to some people like keep it in. Some people keep it in, but if they have like an idea that they might be on the beach, some people say it out loud. I think it's like a territorial thing, mm. but you know, if you're, if you're, if you know how to play the game, you just ignore it. Like if you're a girl, yeah. don't it. if it's one of your friends, don't feed into it. Cause imagine he comes down and you like him. It's like, you don't want to have had that conversation where she's clearly claiming him. So it's like, Oh, oh God. God. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. I didn't know you cared about them. Oh, well, okay. Well, you might be like the 15,000th person down, or they might be saving you for the last day. And it also wouldn't, it doesn't matter. So it's, it's not good to go in with like who you want, but if you get lucky and they're there day one, definitely act on it. Like Brandon did. I feel Absolutely. like otherwise you have to wait it out and not, not say it because then it'll backfire. Absolutely. I have so much to say about people choosing one person day one and just sticking with them because seeing that on my season, I was like, we need to be a little more open. Like, let's be open. Like, let's kind of, but I do love assertion, like assertion, like being assertive going yeah. after. But then after that, like, let's try to get to know everybody a little bit. So, but that is such an interesting point in question because there's no rules, but there are rules. And it seems like the rules change for whoever the person is and people, the audience picks and chooses, the people on the beach pick and choose who are holding accountable to these fake rules. And right. it doesn't really make any sense. And it's a show, so I get it. But mm-hmm. from your perspective of someone who's been there, 
is it just a situational thing where why sometimes people, you know, they date someone for several episodes or whatever, and no one cares if they go off and explore? Or is it should everyone just keep more of an open mind and not be weird about it, whether whoever it is in the relationship? I feel like keep an open mind no matter what. I think if you clearly like someone and you clearly have a connection, then that's fine. But I think, who was it this last episode? It was like Jill, Kira, and Romeo. That whole yes. situation. I don't know if we were going to talk about that later. Of course. Let's talk about them. Let's talk about that. Because Kira, I don't know what she had going on on the beach, but I genuinely felt bad for her because it was her putting, to be a woman and put yourself out there and go after a man, that's already hard enough in my opinion. So it's like her putting herself out there to try to even get to know Romeo. And it's like day one. And he's like, I don't want to get to know you at all. Like, I don't even want to have this conversation. I'm like, it's the first day. Yeah. The first like That wasn't cool in my eyes. I was like, come on. And there's definitely stuff we don't know about like what happened before these, these three know each other. From what I gathered, Romeo, who I did not remember from Michelle's season. Sorry, Romeo. Romeo struck up some sort of friendships with both Kira and Jill seemingly was trying to make it seem like he liked Jill, but then kissed Kira in the club. But then when Kira got there, she thought that they, like she was going to have a chance to get to know him and get to know other guys. And then Jill immediately was like, you need to shut it down with Kira. And they should probably really be mad at Romeo, but instead they got mad at each other. Right. I'm like that. I don't know. The whole situation did make sense day one. And regardless of what you had before the beach, it's like, just have a freaking conversation with Kira. Just let the girl come and talk to you. Even if it's 15 minutes, 20 minutes, like suck it up. And then go hang out with Jill and Jill, you know, I don't know what she had going on with Romeo. I personally don't think that Jill likes Romeo. Yeah. I was not getting the body language that was giving, I want to be with you. Like when they kiss and then the, the stare after the kiss, the it was, it wasn't great. <laughs> I was just like, um, it more felt like, and this is, I mean, we don't know, we weren't there, but it kind of felt like Jill wanted to secure Romeo as her, like she liked him enough and they had met before and they had a connection. So she's <laughs> like, I got Romeo now. And Kira was threatening that. So yeah. she like put a line in the sand, but then it's like, is this just so, you know, cause the guys have the roses and Romeo, right. you want it. Cause Romeo has two, two, maybe even more people he could give a rose to. And Jill wanted to secure her as the rose getter. I got to respect that hustle. She said, I'm securing this rose tonight. Yeah, I'm rose home with you tonight. <laughs> is it like any day? Cause I, I guess there's rose ceremonies like every couple of days or something. Are those days like a different energy in the air on the beach? Like are people yeah. in fight or flight mode? It's not a fun day. The rose ceremony oh. days, I wouldn't say it's a fun day unless you're like really severely coupled up and like you're building that genuine connection. It's like dog eat dog. Like you're looking for who have I not talked to? Like, who can I make an impression for? What can I do something for? Cause it's like, you don't have a lot of time for a ceremony days. Like you have the cocktail party to kind of, you know, secure your rose. So it's a stressful time, honestly, even if you think that you're safe, you're still not safe. Totally. I'm excited to see what happens with the three of them. Cause I'm sure it's not over yet, but Kira didn't waste too much time being upset about it. Cause she ended up with Casey, the self-proclaimed geriatric millennial who when rubbing his nipples or something she's been talking about the boom boom room since she got yeah. there so she's here to have a good time we gotta we gotta give her up I like that she's just being open and honest about that she is but even like <laughs> that scene too I was so uncomfortable was like, it was oh, wildly uncomfortable so uncomfortable but I'm like hey I respect her hustle I like that she got it back together she went out there she put herself out there it takes a lot like yeah. I respect these women so much because it takes a lot to get back up when you feel like your ego's been hurt so yeah that's so true um, Teddy and Andrew were another one who quickly seemed to couple up. Also, they had like mentioned each other in press interviews before as like having crushes on each other. I know, um, Andrew's cousin Clay was like tweeting about them, wanting them to be together. Um, so that was like something I feel like America wanted. I don't know if they like each other or if they think they're supposed to like each other, but I think we're going to watch something like that unfold. 
Yeah, I don't know. Because the first date the, that they had, I was like, Andrew must be really sleepy. He looked tired. I was <laughs> like, I think this man has had a long day because it's like he was zoning out. And I think he even mentioned it. He's like, I didn't expect it to be such a long day. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's kind of hard telling what their connection is going to be like. So I guess we'll kind of see in the next couple of days. But I yeah. mean, it must have been a long day because I was like, I don't necessarily know. Yeah, maybe also because he got on the beach so early, like he was like the second or third person down. So maybe he and then by the time Teddy got there and then it was night for the date. So yeah, maybe he was just like also like having the moment of like, wow, I can't believe I'm actually here talking to you. Everyone's been like shipping us before we even met. Like that's a lot of pressure going into it. Whereas people are like waiting for you guys to get together is like, what if they didn't like each other at all? And they're like, feel like they're disappointed. Like, they haven't said this, but I'm projecting that they might feel pressure. I think it is pressure. And I think honestly, like when you have pressure like that, you have to, to connect so quickly. I feel like, like everyone's looking for you to like get there on the beach, be in love like day one. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, what, what's your favorite color? Let's start there. <laughs> Which season were you on? Which season were you on? Something like that. I mean, speaking of that Lace, who I have loved forever, if you've been watching the show, you will never forget Lace on Ben Higgins season or on her season three of Paradise when her and Grant got matching tattoos that said Grace on them. And it was absolutely insane. And then they broke up like two months after the finale aired and like got messy. She is back six years later. And I didn't like um, whoever it was, Haley maybe, or one of the girls from Clayton season who I didn't know, shading Lace because she has every right to be there. Oh no, I didn't see that. I must've missed that. Cause who was it? She was shading her. She was like, I am all for alums being here, but six years you have no place or something. <laughs> they know like oh. a confessional or whatever, not like to Lace's face. Right. Oh no. Yeah. Like, I didn't like that. I'm, I love Lace. And I thought her lying about it being her birthday was hilarious. I thought that was great, but I honestly like felt so bad for her because I understand what it's like to be on the beach and feel like, why are none of these men giving you attention? And it's like, yeah worked really hard to be here she you know she probably worked out and she probably in real life doesn't have a problem like getting attention from men so I was like oh. it sucks being on that beach and feeling like what's going on and then the guy who called her loose oh my god yeah what was his name the guy from um from Logan right is it Logan from Gabby he was just on you definitely don't know him because he was on Gabby and Rachel's season and he called her loose um, which was tough. That was tough. And, you know, she was lying about it being her birthday and they had like a fake cake. And I think he just wanted some cake. I don't think he really cared about lace. <laughs> well, I think no, that's we, what we saw. Even when they were having the conversation, I was honestly, so many of these conversations I was so uncomfortable with, but she was telling him like, Hey, like you're the only person that I would like be interested in getting to know right now on the beach. And he was like, Oh yeah. Can't relate. <laughs> he didn't even say anything back. And I was like, no, that's so crazy. I would die. I'd pass away. No, I would too. Oh, that is, that is tough. And it was funny watching Shanae, like go get lace from the, from the bed. She was like taking a nap. She called the season boring. She kind of breaking the fourth wall a little bit, which I thought was kind of funny calling it a season and whatever. But I also think she just, it was definitely stems from, she was just mad. No one was talking to her, which I totally think that's such a fair point that you bring up of like what that must feel like of waiting around and seeing other people maybe talk and feeling it's like being in a bar and everyone hitting on your friends, but like on TV, which is worse. It's a terrible feeling. And that's what I really like want people to do is be more open just on day one. Like you can have a connection, but like go have a conversation with a different girl. Like that's something that I'm like, I respect that so much as a man, just making women feel good. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. That Does make you a player, but it's like, go have a conversation and then, you know, go to the girl that you like and make it clear. I like you, but I definitely want to, you know, make everyone feel comfortable, try to get to know everybody. And then having everyone else come in with that set of mind too, and not being like, how dare they go right. off over here? And cause that's not fair either, because again, it's like such a, there's different rules for different people. Sometimes it seems, and it's like, everyone should be able to talk to everyone, especially on day one. It's crazy that we would be worried at all with these people just met like two seconds ago. Michael A was another hot commodity. 
Um, he's obviously the single dad from Katie's season. He had a bunch of girls, Haley, Sierra, Brittany. They all were liking him and he connected with Sierra. I don't know if it's forever between the two of them, but I thought it was a sweet moment. And I think she's clearly like mature and could like handle like heavy stuff that he was talking about. And they were sweet. I just, I don't know if that was like a, that was a good day one connection, but I think it's definitely open for those two. Yeah. I mean, I think that like personally talking to Sierra, uh, she has a very old soul. Like she's very mature, like super wise. So I feel like she has a young spirit, but an old soul, if that makes sense. Yeah. That connection, I liked it on day one. I'm like, I'm interested to see how it plays out. I'm interested to see like what he likes, like what kind of woman does he like? What kind of woman is he looking for on the beach? Like who here is he interested in? So I think it was a cute connection. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. And he's, he seems just like, you know, he kept talking about feeling old and everyone being so young. Like there's a lot, like, I feel like he probably has so much going through his head of like, why am I here? But then like wanting to just let go and then thinking about his kid, like that is a whole nother layer of being on this show. I feel like as a single parent, I would imagine. Absolutely. Cause you have to think about someone being a stepmom to your kid, potentially, if you want to get engaged, that's a Crazy. whole layer that a lot of people don't even have to consider. Yeah, it really is. And it's like good for him for going. And like, I'm sure his kid is in great hands with his in-laws or whoever, but it is just like a whole nother level of trying to navigate it. And it should be interesting to see which women want to, you know, pursue him because he's gotten buff and he's whatever. But like, there's a whole other layer of what Michael A being with Michael A means, which we've seen on the show before single parents get pretty far and then have the lead maybe be like, well, I don't want to be a step parent right now, whatever, which is fair too, but it's a lot. Absolutely. Um, I did just want to mention, what did you think of Andrew S um, writing the smiley face on his big toe for Teddy to go back to him real quick? Um, you know, I don't know if it's my thing, but you know, some girls might like that. <laughs> I just felt like there was so much emphasis on the footwear because we saw Andrew S do that. And then when Justin came, he was in sneakers and he was like clearly in his head, like, I don't want my feet on TV or like, are people going to be weird? Like the footwear for guys on the beach is kind of funny. It is kind of funny. And someone else wore sneakers too. And I was like, it's giving serial killer. Like, why are we wearing sneakers on the beach? Where, where are, are we hiding? Going? It's giving Dahmer and you know, I'm like, let's, let's put on a flip-flop or let's put on like a, a slide. We love mm. a slide, maybe a slide with socks. I think Joe yeah. hit the oh. slide with socks, a little vibe. You liked the socks from Joe I last don't year. Mind it. We okay. know, you know, you have a, you have a toe or two that might not be completely there. Throw on a sock until day three. And then, you know, we can all get used to it. True. When everyone gets to know each other, we can feel more comfortable looking at each other's toes. Some people like feet. So I'm sure the beach is really, they're really into it if they're feet people. Um, but I thought that that whole little thing, little thing with his the smiley face was bizarre it was cute but I was like okay I don't know what we're doing yeah, yeah. he's so very cool. charming though I like Andrew I think he'll be good for the show once he gets used to it like you said because he may maybe was a little uh a little nervous um or just like tired um Justin and Genevieve did kiss and we saw that moment but then we see Victoria Fuller icon coming down the beach and of course her sights are set on Justin naturally that's what's gonna happen <laughs> Yeah, VF, she gets what she wants. So I'm interested to see how that's going to play out, especially because her and Genevieve are friends. So it's like- Oh, I'm, they are. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, is there going to be like a little bit of a- A thing. Yeah. Genevieve was from Clayton or- Clayton. Clayton, and but obviously Victoria F was with Peter. Yeah, so Victoria F was my season. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that- they're friends now, I mean. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, maybe they became friends on the beach, but I'm interested to see how that dynamic plays out. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, I think so too. It's just like so classic where Genevieve is so excited and she's like, Justin, whatever. And then two seconds later, they send down, you want Justin. And I imagine that, again, they have like these lists from what I understand of like who's interested in who. And that's the strategic, all right, pull the trigger, you go down, which is genius. It's evil, but it's genius and it's great TV, but it's, oh, it's messy. They have to stack it. They have to layer it to be like, okay, well, we're going to throw in this now. And they're going to throw in this now. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of iconic. Um, are you friends with Victoria Fuller? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was on my season. Right. And so she she had quite the journey from Peter with the did her dirty with Chase Rice. Then she dated Chris Souls, which I was obsessed with. <laughs> and now she's on the beach. So I'm happy she's there because it's always yeah. interesting to see people who have like dipped their toe, but haven't been like haven't been around in a second. Like she's one right. people definitely recognized her face, I'm sure. But it's like, oh, it's been a couple seasons. Right. And then I also think that this is going to be a great way for her to show her personality because on mm-hmm. Peter's season, like she didn't really get people didn't really get to know her like no. I think you have to see the drama between her and Peter but VF has like a very big personality um and she can be really she's really introverted but she can be really extroverted at times like when you get to know her so I just hope that this plays in a way that we can actually see her and get to like see her character development post-show and into paradise yes I'm excited too because again I'm obsessed with her just from all the things we saw on the show and her dating crystals was like the greatest thing that ever happened to me personally <laughs> during COVID because we needed content and right. it was great um, is there anyone else from Peter's season that's on this year that we know already or no? I don't think so. No, that's because a lot of the girls, it was interesting because last time you were there and Kelsey was there, but there wasn't as many girls from Peter's season as you would expect. And I thought that was interesting because that, that season, I feel like you guys, like you blew up in the sense that like, I feel like Peter's season is pretty popular. And like a lot of the women became like pretty popular on Instagram. And I was surprised more of them weren't on the beach the first time. So it's interesting now that Victoria is doing it this time. Well, yeah, honestly, I feel like last time there was a lot, there was, I don't think this time's going to have a lot of Peter's girls, but it was like McKenna, me, Natasha, Kelsey. So there was five that I can just say, oh, Tammy. Okay. I'm wrong. So there was a lot of you. It just wasn't like the final four. (laughs) It just wasn't like the final four, but everybody else. Okay. What do I know? (laughs) But this season, there's a lot to choose from because there were so many seasons that have aired, which is interesting. Um, And so far, like we mentioned, besides like the handful, a lot of them I had never really seen before so kind of I had because I've watched the show forever but like that I forgot so it's interesting how they picked and choose those first day ones too um do you have any other comments from the episode did we miss anyone big that arrived or anything that made you laugh or made you like I'm into those two Shanae and Jacob was the first kiss that was you know expected (laughs) that was the whole Tarzan is what I call him because I'm like it was very interesting I was like okay that's an interesting pair um, so I'm interested to see how that develops. I don't know. I'm just really excited to see Serene and Brandon, whatever happens with them, because he just seems to be really set on her. So I wonder if there's going to be someone that comes in that throws him for a loop and he's mm. going to you know, dance with somebody else maybe for a second. But I'm really excited for that relationship. That's always more exciting too. I feel like it always happens. It's like so typical where 
like the guy the because there's someone else interested in the guy but then and then you're like oh the poor girl but i want like serene to get like all these guys interested in her and if she goes back right. to Britain, that's great but like i want her to have like a bachelorette moment before yeah. she goes back you know what i mean like i always yeah. think that that's that doesn't happen as much on the show i feel like maybe a little bit with joe and serena last year but yeah. that was like one episode um so i want her she is like gorgeous and i feel like seemingly like really nice and sweet like i and so is brandon but I kind of want to see them test the waters before they come back together. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's play bachelor regrets. Um, these are a few questions about your life um, on the show and a little bit after, and then you can also tell me what you've been up to. I know you do a bunch of Instagram lives and all that fun stuff. Um, but the first one is you, so you were, I was look, I, I do my research and I was on the bachelor Wikipedia for your season. And then I was watching some clips on YouTube from paradise to remind myself you were on Peter's season. Do you regret not pursuing Peter harder on season 24? Or do you think you did your best and went out when you should have gone out? I think I did my best and went out when I should have gone out. I think if I stayed any longer, it would have been outside of my character. Cause it's like pursuing a man, you know, that isn't giving me attention. Like that's like, it's like beating a dead horse. I loved that I left when I left. I think it was the perfect timing. Perfect. (laughs) And like just enough, like people remember you, but like didn't have to do anything hopefully too against what you wanted to do. Too crazy. Were you surprised by how that uh, season ended? Because it was obviously messy with Hannah Ann and Madison and then Kelly and now Kelly again. From what I understand, are you surprised at all that it kind of went down messy? Did you think that Hannah Ann was going to win to begin with and have that crumble? What What do you remember thinking then? Um, So, I mean, Hannah Ann got the first impression rose. So from the beginning, I thought it was going to be Hannah Ann. And then I was like, okay, well, him and Maddie seem to have a very connection. She got like the first one-on-one, I think. So I saw him playing this dance of all of these girls. And then Kelly was up there. And even Natasha, I feel like Natasha Mm -hmm. had a good connection. So I didn't expect it to be so messy, but I could see him being torn between multiple women. And I was like, you got to pick one. You got to pick one. You got to he was one of the ones who didn't really pick one, and yeah. then, you know, then it all backfires. Um, and now allegedly him and Kelly are back together. So that's very interesting. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about that. Right. Um, do you regret accepting the bracelet from Carl on the beach? No, it was such a sweet, kind thing for him to do. And he genuinely wanted to do it. So it's like, I'm not okay. one like, don't, you know, give me jewelry. I, I, you can give me as much jewelry as you want. I'm not going to, the jewelry did nothing to me. Um, but I'm glad that I gave it back. So I did return it. And he brought that bracelet. That was genuine. Like he wanted to give it to someone on the beach who he felt a connection with. And every, yeah, absolutely. He brought it and was like the first girl that I have a connection with. I wanted to give to you. Um, and it had like every single charm on it had a meaning behind it. Like, I think one of them was a rose and like, you know, there was different places that he had been to. I think like one palm tree for Miami, it was really thoughtful. So I gladly accepted. I was like, okay, it was Pandora. It was really nice. Does Carl deserve justice? Was he given a bad, bad edit? Um, I think that Carl's just like a very outspoken person. I don't know if it's like a bad edit, but I think that he can be a really funny guy, but he's also like about his business. So I, I don't know, like he's just early outspoken. <laughs> he's motivational a speaker. Now. Oh, he so is. Yeah. Oh, good for Carl. He got to buy more jewelry. Absolutely. Um, do you regret accepting the necklace from Jason? No, I'm okay. never turning down jewelry. <laughs> but that never was turning down jewelry. <laughs> never tur- yes, first rule of thumb, never turn down jewelry, women. But you can always give it back. You can always give it back. Did we give that back? Was that, yeah. that was probably maybe from, from behind the scenes. I don't know. We where don't know. From, but I'm like, Chasen, I don't know. I don't know if he's a jewelry giving guy. So I accept it though. <laughs> you accepted it. Do you regret giving your rose to Ivan after dealing with this Carl Chasen jewelry gate? No. I don't. I think that's something that I stand behind. I think that I wasn't having a genuine connection with either Jason or Carl and Ivan's my really good friend. So I'd rather him have it, even though he messed up and gave it 
to someone who then didn't give it back. I'm like, oh my God, Ivan. <laughs> well, and he's happy now too. He has a girlfriend and whatever, yeah. it all works out. But that was really, it's always, I love the like friendship rose moment. And then, but then you're, you're right. A lot of times it doesn't end well. Either. I gave him such a hard time when he got, I like called him. I was like, I hate you. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> and then he's in the hotel and he's, he's breaking the rules again. There are no rules, but he found a way to break them. That, yeah. that was great. But thank God you did that. Cause we would have missed that wild situation of what happened in the hotel. If you didn't give Ivan the rose to stick around. Absolutely. Great. It content. was a gift. It was Absolutely. a gift. Thank you. Is there anyone you wish you pursued harder on bachelor in paradise? Um, no. I feel like everyone ended up with their respective partner at the time. So no, I don't think so. Um, do you regret getting involved in any of the drama with Brendan and Piper? No, I feel like I was really honest. I was respectful. Like it wasn't like I was rude to either of them. No, I don't get it. Like I don't regret getting involved because I was just giving my opinion and what mm -hmm. I thought was right or wrong. And honestly, if there was more honesty in the whole situation, it wouldn't have been the way that it was. Just yeah. Do you ever talk to either of them? It's kind of funny that they're still not funny, but like interesting that they're still together after all of that backlash and drama and who makes it and who doesn't. And the fact that those two are still together is kind of interesting. I mean, I'm happy for them. I'm glad they're still together. No, I was never friends with Piper previously and me and Brendan were never friends. So no, I don't talk to either of them, but I'm happy for them. It worked out. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Do you regret calling him out via Twitter, which I think you made a really good point when you did. So you shouldn't, but I went back and I was reading some of that <laughs> stuff this morning too. <laughs> I have no regrets. I like being honest. And even if like people, you know, don't love the honesty, I feel like it's good. Be honest. You can be opinionated with being respectful too. And I think that's like the line that you need to dance on. Any fashion regrets from either The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise? Oh my gosh. Uh, from The Bachelor, my day one dress, it was from Fashion Nova. I look back and I'm like, that was like the cheapest looking glittery. Like uh, I have so many fashion regrets from The Bachelor. Okay. I loved all my outfits. Okay. Like, I was prepared for that one. I feel like that's easier to pack for because you're like, okay, cute bathing suits, cute cover-ups, like a few like sundresses, but the bachelor one, you don't know how long you're going to be there. So you don't want to blow all your money, but right. two, like the trends change. Like even back when that season, I feel like that dress probably was very in style. And now you're right. like, what were we doing? Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of my dresses, I was like, oh my gosh, even my little outfits. I was like, this is not me. Like I didn't bring any of my stylish stuff. I brought like all my basic girl stuff. And I was like, why did I do that? Why? Why? Um, okay. After the, this past summer, obviously there was this picture of you and Nate touching knees. He cleared it up on Vile Files and said, nothing happened between the two of you. You, from my understanding, I think you talked to Zachary Reality, but I don't know how much you've talked about it since. Um, do you regret not like shutting that down sooner? Do you regret anything about that situation, the way it played out? And I'm sure that must've been hard for people projecting things on you that you didn't do or felt that you needed to be held responsible for. The whole situation was frustrating. I still don't even like talk on it because it's like people just will make up stuff. So it's like the less I say, the more I'm like, just think whatever you want. Me and Nate are friends. And that was the bottom line. Knee gate. Like we, there was literally a picture of us with our knees touching and that's the most. I'm like, yeah, it just went crazy places. And out of respect, I just keep my mouth closed because there's way more that they're dealing with outside of me. A hundred percent. And was there something with the necklace too to go back to jewelry or was you guys just had similar chains? Um, the, her, the chain and the picture. Yeah. Wasn't, I think there was people saying that you guys, like he was at one point, like you were wearing his necklace or he was wearing your necklace, but maybe they literally just made that up. <laughs> well, we were just all out together and it was just like a thing of like trying it on, but that was the extent of it. It was okay. not anything weird. No one was giving each other. You haven't been yeah, gifted more jewelry from anyone in Bachelor Nation yeah, than Jason and Carl. No, it wasn't like that, which is funny and ironic because I do love jewelry, but it wasn't yeah. anything like that. And you're associated with jewelry from the BIP. <laughs> yeah, 
That's so funny. You're balancing like wanting to be, I assume, I feel like I ask a lot of alums this, like you want to be involved in Bachelor Nation to some degree because it's what you're known for. And it's a way to, you know, it's fun to talk about, like, this was fun. We like talking about this show and whatever, but then it's a weird balance of the fans can be a lot. So for you, how have you kind of tried to find that balance of what you want to do post-show and still comment on it or be involved or tweet or watch and have fun or go out with your friends, but then have people, you know, comment on it or have Reddit threads about things that don't even happen? Um, Well, before I would have said like, it's super easy being the balance before any drama, but like now I just drown out the hate. Like people can be really hateful. It doesn't matter what you do, who you hang out with, what you say, the kind of person that you are. Um, so it's like, these are my real friends. The people from my show are my real friends in real life. So I'm like, there's me living my life and hanging out with them. It's not always drama. It's not always what people spend these stories for. So it's like the less you comment on and the more you just live your life, that's the only advice. And the only thing that I'm going to continue to do. I'm also realizing that a lot of people like follow me just from the show and don't Mm -hmm. actually care about me as a person. And that's something I'm learning. And I'm like trying to show my personality more. So like the people who just follow me from the show, unfollow me and just like, don't pay attention to me. And the people who actually are there for me, follow me and stay with me through my journey. That's smart because the more you try to pretend to like, just give the bachelor content or do like bachelor spill or Q and a, whatever people yeah. are going to stick around, but then you're like locked into that. And then anytime you post or want to talk about anything else, people are just gonna be like, well, what about X, Y, and Z and this. And you're like, I didn't even watch that season. Like, I don't know who these people are. Right. I'm more than just the bachelor franchise. 100%. And I that something I'm coming into more as of late. Was well, there anything that you've been up to that you wanted to talk about or, you know, with share with us weekly audience? I, like I said, I feel like you're live on Instagram a decent amount. I've tapped into some of those. Um, tell me what you've been, what you've been up to. Yeah. So this year I actually moved to LA. I don't know how long I'm going to be here, but I'm in LA for the foreseeable future as of right nice. now. Um, I started a live series on Instagram called discussions with D hopefully that'll turn into a podcast or even, you know, a web series. I would like to go there with that. Um, but yeah, other than that, I've just been living life, trying to explore. I'm not dating right now. I'm not in the season of dating, but I'm open to it. Just living. Just living. Do you think, I mean, it might be hard to say if you're not actively dating at the moment, but dating post-show, whether it's the bachelor or bachelor paradise easier or harder. I think dating post-show makes it harder. Cause I feel like people have like these expectations for you. Yeah. Um, I don't get on dating apps just because I feel like that's something that people are going to be like, why is this girl on a dating app? Like, I don't know. I feel weird post-show dating, honestly. Yeah. I I have to be careful with who I talk to and who I interact with because people, again, spread things that are... Yeah. It's probably easier for the guys. Well, the guys have to worry about people, things being spread for sure, because people will screenshot conversations and like, it's crazy. And even like on the journalism side, it has to be like, okay, did this person make this TikTok because they interacted with this person for five seconds or is there validity to what they're saying? Like, it's such a mess and it's everyone has a platform now. But then I would imagine like at bars and stuff, guys probably go up, girls go up to the guys. So that makes it easier, but then they have to worry about their intentions. And then for the, for the females, I feel like it might be harder um, wondering like if the guy knows about the show or, and it's a little more, it's just a different dynamic. I feel like guys are probably bombarded at bars with like girls who want to talk. Right. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. Everyone can follow you on Instagram and watch your live series conversations with D's. How you said discussions, with discussions with D. Oh, duh. The alliteration (laughs) as it should be. What's your handle? Where can everyone follow? Um, you guys can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at Deandra Kanu. It's just D-A-N-D-R-A-K-A-N-U. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to me and I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns. Bachelor breakdowns.